I'm not trying to slander job. Yeah, thanks for that. They pay company. my they pay my bills, so <laughs> they don't have to. Somewhere else can. Um, <laughs> anyway, what up? What up? Hey, Merry Christmas, guys! It's Christmas. Christmas time. I mean, we're not dropping this on Christmas. Lord willing, we'll drop it before then. But it's Christmas season. I mean, it's been Christmas it's, season since November first, but it's Christmas season. This alone, to be clear, is the season to be jolly. There is no other. No other season. <laughs> this one. We're in it. So, mm-hmm. gosh darn it, be jolly. Doggone it, be jolly. You know what's going to make you jolly? Well, I can think of a few things. I can list at least two. You can okay. leave the others to yourself. <laughs> this cookie. Yeah? That's on your plate. Mm-hmm. And the eggnog in your cup. So, cookie. Mm-hmm. There's this big daddy cookie that... Danielle makes that she got the recipe from Fox in the Snow. Yeah, okay, okay. Little coffee pastry shop. Mm -hmm, They're not mm -hmm. too little anymore. They've got, I don't know, three or four locations here in Columbus. And their cookies are unbelievable. They've got some salt in them, so they're a little salty. Mm -hmm. And they're like small cakes. They're not just cookies. Mm. Like, (laughs) just take a bite of the cookie. (laughs) I can't continue. I'm fasting today. I can't. (laughs) All right, all right, here we go. And the eggnog, uh, did, you, did you guys make that? Is that locally sourced? <laughs> it's locally purchased. <laughs> Can't tell you uh, where it was uh, produced. Mm, but That's good. Right? I'm a... We microwaved it, so mm. it's a warm cookie. She can, make a, she can make some good money making and selling these. Well, Fox in the Snow does. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So. Mm. That's good. Can I get... Um, a napkin or something? No. Nope. Okay, that's cool. Nope, not in here. All right. Not in this office. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Eco-friendly. Mm. And the eggnog. Mm-hmm. Dip your fingers in there and wipe them off. <laughs> uh, first eggnog of the year. Of the season. And the year. And the season. Mm-hmm. The jolly season. Mm, that's good. Is it good eggnog? Yeah, that's good. How's, it, how's the temperature? Too cold? Too hot? Um, well, I would like it just a tad more chilled, cool, okay. cold, okay. Uh, but it's it's good. I think eggnog is a is a great consistency that's different than most. I think that's closest to eggnog is like a rich chocolate milk. You know. And to be fair, I love eggnog, but I would I'd prefer a rich chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. But it's the season, so... Tis the season. Yeah, you really don't have any napkins or anything, do you? They're out there, but they're okay. not in here. That's right. You're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> All right. Or we can pause it and go get some napkins. We're good. All right, so, Rob, thanks for the eggnog. Thanks for the cookie. Yeah. Thanks, Danielle. You know what? Way to go. You're welcome. How do you feel about Christmas? I really like Christmas. Yeah. Good. Do you have an agenda for this <laughs> episode, or are we just going to... I've got a couple things here. Okay, I got some ideas. Not a ton, but I got something. All right, that's cool. We're, I mean, to my knowledge, I mean, listeners know how long this episode actually ended up lasting, but this this is going to be a longer episode. Yeah, I got to be out of here in about 15 minutes. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and listeners, I'm sorry. Rob's I'm like, eating. I'm like maybe halfway through this cookie, so you're probably going to continue to hear some crunching away. But, about to say, Rick. Rob, Robert, Robert. I can get into my things first, then we can ping pong back and forth. I don't know if I have that many things to ping pong back. It might be like a... You probably got at like least six a, or seven. A one volley round, but... <laughs> okay. 2021. Mm-hmm. Give me your highlight. Oh, uh, it's cookie. 
No, no. There's one. Understandably. Hmm. Did we talk about Mr. this? Spotlight, can I just n- make a comment? You look great. Where are you coming from? Oh, you You've got a great watch on, which you rarely wear. Very glad to see you wearing it. Wear it every Looks day. sharp. Every day. You should wear I it I think more. my brother-in-law got this for me for Christmas. Maybe. Did you get it for me? You didn't get it for me, did you? No, I thought I that was the one that Candace got you. Maybe. Maybe she got it for me. I'm glad it made a big impression. You should really wear it more then. Um, okay, so here's here's the... This is funny, not funny, but it's mostly funny. I came from a funeral. Okay, not, not that funny. That happened last week. Now it's interesting. Okay, so I show up for oh. a funeral. No one's there. And I'm like, um... Some, I got something wrong. I think I missed something. Pull up the obituary in the newspaper online, mind you. Um, and yeah, it was last Friday. Not this Friday. Rick. I know. I felt terrible. Whose was it? You don't have to give the full name, but was it like a family member? Or Just was it? Um, a, a family member of someone I used to work with. Okay. So, yeah. And like no one told me about it. I just saw it in okay, the newspaper. Okay, so no one was expecting you to be there? Well... It would be natural, like, yeah. that I was there. I just, but no one was, yeah, it wasn't like, a, hey, are you going to so-and-so's Hey, when are you going to be here to, yeah. to run this thing? To officiate, right. It wasn't that. Although, Is it I, called I, officiate when it's a funeral? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're you're, you're over the service. Yeah. Um, at least I think it is. I was at a funeral about a month ago for uh, a close friend. Their uh, grandmother had passed away, and the officiant the pastor who was supposed to oversee it run the service like was not was never nowhere to be found and oh man they're like rick could you like do this i was like well i could but i think you could also do it because it was, it was actually one of our elders who had done just a great job and so i said here here's oh are we nope. out of time nope nope we have a caller <laughs> i gotta turn that uh down. gary line one <laughs> give us your thoughts on christmas cookies wouldn't that be fun? Kind of fun, Rob. If we had like some callers. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Do we we have a way people could leave us a message? That would be great. Yeah. We could if only we that had out. the technology. If only we had someone who checked it. Anyone mm-hmm. have you checked it recently? So it emails me when I get a new. Oh, one. Okay. So I don't think guys, if you're listening, leave us a voicemail. Say Merry Christmas. We would like that. Boom! There you go. Speaking hey, I just of, got a text message. That we got a voicemail. Nope. Oh. That my order at IKEA is ready to be picked up. IKEA. So anyway. Long story short, I'm dressed up because I was supposed to go to a funeral, and the funeral already happened. Wow. So, did you did you text the person? I actually w- was texting them, and then you walked in from the bathroom. I mm. thought, wow, that was a fast bathroom break, Robin. Well, I just wanted to make sure the tank was empty before we went on this marathon. Mm. Here we go. So, Rob, appreciate the, uh, the aesthetical uh, compliment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking good. Too bad nobody can appreciate it. My wife will appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. See, people appreciate it. Just wear that watch more. Looks good. Yeah. Keep going. What was your highlight for 2020? Oh, yeah. One. Mm. It is 2021. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Did you, you ask the question. Do you have an answer for the question? No. For yourself? I'm thinking. Okay. You go. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I would say this, yeah, well, golly, that's the answer to another question I was going to ask. Ooh. Um... My wife and I went to Florida for a week in May for a Harbor Network. I was with you. Um, there were a lot of people there. Rob <laughs> may or may not have been there. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I had breakfast with you on the beach. Don't remember. It was the moment. Yeah. Um, my wife and I had a great time. Candace, 
and I. It was great. Our kids stayed home with my parents and her parents, and uh, that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. I was um, there. Not as great of a week for me. Well, you had a child with mm-hmm. you. Yep. I did. So. They're a gift, those children. Mm-hmm. They are. And it's a gift to have a break from them. Yes, um, it is. So that would definitely be one thing. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's like, I'm, I'm thinking through the year. I can't think of big things that are sticking out to me. Uh, uh, just church as in regards to our church and to ministry. Uh, we've been able to begin formal church membership this year, and that's, that's been a huge blessing to our people, to me. Um, what else, man? Yeah, I mean, just the, the this is the answer to, to another question, but just the faithfulness of the Lord and encouraging and providing for, for us. Um, you know, this currently I'm able to be full-time with the church. That started in, Jan- in June uh, this year. Yeah, that's praise been, God for that. It's been huge. So pray that that would continue on. Um, yeah, that's it, man. We're getting ready to have a kid. Hey yo! So that's a that's going Dude, to be a thought. big one. Thought we were going to have him the other night. Spent the night at the hospital. Yeah, not a good time, but probably had a good night's rest. Yeah, uh, we did last night. This is a highlight for the year. Slept for nine hours straight. I thought didn't, you looked fresh faced. Didn't you wake up. Didn't roll over. Didn't go to the bathroom. Well, maybe I rolled over, but I was like out. At an eight o'clock meeting. Have you not? Go ahead. Have you noticed when you're? Um, go, go ahead. Let me talk. Yeah, I just want to get this out. <laughs> I don't forget. So, so go ahead with that. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it's a bullcrap don't, thought. Don't interrupt um, you. But hey, have you? Uh, <laughs> have you noticed that as you've gotten older, you're going to the bathroom more in the middle of the night? Um. No. You? Yeah. Here's your problem. You're drinking. You're drinking too late. Not alcohol. Cause you're getting I'm not allowed to drink from right? the SBC, but like you're drinking probably fluid. Dry as a bone. Fluid too late. Yeah, probably. Cause I, someone said it to me like, yeah, you just got to stop drinking like water or whatever you're drinking at like eight o'clock. Well, here's the thing. And like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Found out about this revenge sleep that I've been doing. Whoa. It's a real thing. Look that it up. Sounds... Google it. Revenge sleep. It's when you're really, really busy mm-hmm. and mentally mm-hmm. you have this desire to make sure there's a part of the day that you're not controlled by. So. Okay. If you're super busy, like your schedule is saying, you got to be here, you got to be here, you got to do this, you got to do this. Mm -hmm. It's like saying, I will have my time. Okay. So when you should be sleeping, you're like, no, I'll stay up a little bit and I'll I'll read or I'll do something that I want to do. And it's like taking revenge on your day to ensure that you have your time. And then you wake up early the next day and you actually get less sleep than what you should. Right. So I've been staying up late. Doing whatever. Well, and each time I stay up late, I like to sip on stuff. Like yeah. I like to have a LaCroix or I yeah. like to have some decaf coffee, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, or a cup mm-hmm. of water or a cup yeah. of milk. Like I'd like having something to sip on. We're doing this episode. I like having eggnog right here to sip on. Mm-hmm. Once I'm done with that, I'll probably get a seltzer water or I'll mm-hmm. get coffee or something. But I, I always like sipping on something. Mm-hmm. So I think, logically, that's it. You have a great point. That's I it. should just stop drinking so late. Stop being selfish with your time. <laughs> so this is random, but who cares? Have you ever thought about the value gonna be random. of 15 minutes? I was talking with uh, Riley. Riley and I were talking about this the other day. Oh, boy, Riley Swanson. He's my personal trainer now. Thursday mornings. Thursday mornings, Tuesday mornings. I will Actually, he's my workout. He, him and I sweat together. It's his wife, Kelly, who puts together the workouts that pretty much shred us cowbell um what was i gonna say oh so we were talking about 15 minutes how uh we were working out at 5 30 we pushed back to to 5 45 
primarily because I'm trying to get at least seven hours of sleep. And um, if I can get a little bit over, there's a little bit of buffer, that's good. And we're just talking about how in the middle of the day, around 1, 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, 15 minutes doesn't matter. And you blow 15 minutes on an article, doesn't matter. But in the evening, like when you're getting ready for bed or you're getting your kids to bed, or especially in the morning, 15 minutes. I mean, that's enough time to brew coffee, to take a shower, to cook an egg, to, to read and pray. Like 15 minutes is precious. But give yourself a few hours into the day, and 15 minutes, I yeah. completely lost its value. Really interesting thing. So as far as you're talking about just busyness in your schedule and being able to say, hey, I'm going to go to bed a little bit extra early so I can get up a little extra early, or I'm just going to take to say, I'm, you know, you want your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead of saying, hey, I'm going to get coffee and I'm going to take this hour, just say, hey, you know what? I am going to take 15 minutes. That's all, that's all I have. Yeah. And I'm going to be intentional with it. Instead of like, well, I'm going to take an hour and just read something, watch something. Yeah. Not that you're not being as intentional, but you just, you've, the priority becomes the hour. Yep. Rather than the thing you're going to do. Whereas when you go 15 minutes, the priority, the priority becomes what you're going to do with mm-hmm. the thing rather than just the 15 minutes. That's a good point. In my, in my mind. So back to your like thing your about theory. revenge sleep. Yeah. But I interrupted your other thing that you were talking about. About waking up in the middle of the night. I just slept all the way through the night. Okay. You're asking if I go pee. I don't. I don't yeah. as much because I stopped drinking. Um, so that's a highlight. Our son, our third son, will, Lord willing, we do we do pray that he will arrive safely, safe and sound next week, and uh, that'll be a highlight. Nice. That's Rob, exciting. Rob. <clears throat> yeah. What have been some highlights for you uh, for from 2015? 2015. <laughs> Well, let me think about this. 2015 was a year, a lot of ups and downs. So you lost my father. Mm-hmm. You went to, oh, you went to seminary the next year. Yeah, the next the year. January. Okay. So went to visit Southern mm-hmm. in 2015. Mm-hmm. Was introduced to my, my good friend Rex. Solid guy. Solid guy. Um, but my highlights in 2021... Nobody asked you that question. <laughs> I know this is where that's going. <laughs> Since I can't continue to fill the air with 2015. Mm. Um, vacation. So the Harbor Network thing was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Top Sale a few months later in September. That was better. Harbor. Because you had another kid with you? No, because mm. it was more time and I actually believe it or not had less um less like disruption with kids if okay. that makes sense because the harbor network stuff like you're wanting to connect with people that are there right, you know what I mean? right. expectations yeah and a kid being with you is like oh man like okay i'll i'll hold the baby danielle you go enjoy your time because finley did stay back with mm-hmm. um with grandma and so that made it feel more inconvenience more inconvenient because the priority was fellowship with other pastors rather than yeah. fellowship with your family yeah and so gotcha, the gotcha. next vacation was fellowship with family and it just was like oh this is what we expected this is perfectly in line with how we anticipated the week going and it was a great week good time all around so that's certainly a highlight it's a lot of stuff at the church um we man went into 20 21 
mm-hmm. as a brand new church. I mean, we had our first public gathering covenant together early December of 2020. Um, now, is that like a ritual you guys do at night with like sheep blood <laughs> or what? No, we, uh, we just said, yep, we're all in. And we took the Lord's Supper for the first time. Um, Ever. Yeah, that's good. As a church. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> the signs that the Lord has given to the church. To establish exactly, and identify. Exactly. To right. identify as church. And so therefore we said, okay, we're in this together. Let's take the signs that indicate that we are in this together. And so we participate in the Lord's Supper. That was December now, Rob, 6th. Our church didn't do that until uh, a ways into our gathering. Were we not a church until uh, that? Let's say that you were a church because you, you were still gathering, you were preaching the gospel. Um, you were taking the Lord's Supper. It's not like you, you're saying, you're saying that you took the Lord's Supper after you considered yourself a church. You're not saying that a year in you finally decided to take the Lord's Supper. Just to clarify, no, I think what you what you the way that you guys did that is much is healthier, much help help much more helpful, and uh, I guess I would say biblical. I don't want to say we were unbiblical, but we were not as biblical as we could have been. Yeah, I, I would say it that way too. So, so yeah, so that's it, a highlight. Yeah, there you go. That was great. I like that. Um, Good Lord's deal. been kind to us. Allowed, mm-hmm. allowed us to see more people come along, and the Lord sustained us, and mm-hmm. now we're having conversations about me potentially going full-time with the church. So that's yeah. very exciting. That's something that I have longed for since 2014, mm-hmm. is to be full-time in ministry. And Now, was that right right when you got married or right after you got before. married? Okay. Before I got married, I was, I was desiring that, but didn't like really give voice to it mm-hmm. until after. And it's funny because... It's like, yeah, you need more time. You need more time. And, and absolutely, the Lord is sovereign. He's mm-hmm. wise and he's right. I needed more time. But it's funny that now, like, the um, where, where we need to be to take care of our family for me to be full-time, it's now a higher bar mm-hmm. than what it would have been had yeah. the Lord allowed me to to go full-time as a newlywed. Right, And right. so... Um, so you're rich. And that's not the case. you need the church to... <laughs> That is that is far from the Rob's case. I was like, we need to pull in two fifty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and if you know, I can't, that's just, that's just how it is. Two hundred fifty thousand a year. I just don't. <sighs> not sure I can get myself over to this. Not sure I can, you know, put bread on the table. So <laughs> that's right. You got a, a watch there, an Apple Watch, up? Yeah, and just buzz. I'm still not used to it, but it's my Christmas gift. Danielle, it's not Christmas yet, right? I know. Danielle and I each typically do. Excuse me. Each do mm-hmm. like one. Good, decent sized gift and then we'll yeah. do like little stocking stuffers okay. but she really wanted a KitchenAid mixer gotcha so got that yes. and she really yeah. wanted to get me an Apple Watch but I've been putting it off for mm-hmm. years because I don't want all my notifications on my wrist Yeah. and a friend kind of talked me into it and said by having them there even mm-hmm. though it might be inconvenient you're on your phone less I was thinking about that the other day yeah. Yeah. And so he said, yeah, you might be looking at your wrist more, but it saves you time on your phone because yeah. if you get a text message, you look at your phone, then you finish the text message, the phone's up, it's still in your hand, and you could easily get out of Do your messages else. and just go into Instagram yeah. or go yeah. onto Chrome or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But now you have the mark of the beast on your wrist. Now I've got the mark of the beast. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's convenient. That's, that's what it says in can Revelation. You actually, can you actually pay off of the, the, the watch? Yeah. I've never wow. done it, but it's possible. Yeah, it's possible wow. to, to pay with it. So, cool. So yeah. the highlight, um, you got to watch this year. That's a yeah, highlight. that's not the highlight. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful for it, yeah. but not the highlight. 
So yeah, just a lot of faithfulness okay. from God when it comes to the church and a couple vacations. Which is really great. Rob, that's a swell answer. I like that a lot. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. The, the question I was going to ask is very similar, but how do you how have you seen God's faithfulness mm. in the last year? Um, I mm. think you you, you shared some that of those Baptist. Th- mm. 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 That's mm. good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Amen. Amen. Um, you answered some of that with just uh, your Apple Watch. You know, you've seen the Lord's faithfulness. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything a little bit more biblical you might have to to share? I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Apple Watch would not have been my answer for that. <laughs> but yes, the, uh, the Lord, obviously, sustaining the church, yeah. his faithfulness. It has been amazing to me, though, when it comes to the church, the, and, and I hear church planters say this all the time, but you don't actually appreciate it until you're in it, is the importance of prayer. Mm-hmm. And like, there are things that we just have no explanation for, yes. other than the Lord just doing it, and the Lord sending us people and the Lord providing for us, and the Lord answering the prayers that we have. Like, yeah. So that's amazing. Praise God. Um, giving me endurance. Mm-hmm. Working a full-time job and yeah. pastoring. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot, especially with kids and Danielle and just all, all the responsibilities that come with that. So the Lord to provide endurance. Mm-hmm. Really kind, really sweet. Not, not burnout. I mean, in January, some... Like a month after we had our public gatherings, I was already feeling burnout because yeah. just everything needed to be done. And we did not have a system set up for people mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. step in. And I was just doing everything. Mm-hmm. Not a healthy model and needed to learn from it. But the Lord provided me endurance, sent yeah. a couple other pastors my way to encourage me. And now I feel, like I feel great with ministry. I don't feel burnout at all. There are things I need to get off my plate because it's, I'm still doing a lot, but burnout wise, I don't, I don't feel burnout, which is very encouraging. So yeah, I mean, the Lord's faithfulness with our family, we've been healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think early 2021, I think is when we had COVID and didn't mess with us. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even realize that I had it. Uh, just felt like a cold but then danielle got what i had and hers was a little worse and she mm-hmm. lost taste and smell and i was like oh i probably had it so hopefully i didn't spread it who knows but it was just the lord's been kind to where we've been healthy and our girls have been healthy and yeah, yeah. Just lots of faithfulness praise on the lord's end that. so <laughs> praise god for that how would you answer it yeah, same, pretty much the same. And this and this is kind of what I was I wanted to share in regard in regards to the Lord's faithfulness is how it usually is not circumstantial in the way that we usually think. Oh, like in this specific thing, like you know, we got the building or we got this, we got that, and there is faithfulness in that. Yeah. Right? that's the Lord blessing and providing and all those things. So that Certainly. definitely is not the Lord being faithful. But rather, the Lord's being faithfulness is just continuous provision for us financially, but spiritually, emotionally, like you're saying. I mean, to see that our hearts are encouraged, to see people growing in their relationship with the Lord, to see uh, my own kids, my wife growing. Um, like that's my heart growing to love Him more, to hate sin more. Like that's the Lord's faithfulness. So um, just clarifying i think or helping people to know how to see the lord's faithfulness is really important because we look back and we we just think well you know it's been a terrible month maybe it has been a terrible month 
but the Lord they didn't decrease the Lord's faithfulness. How do you praise the Lord, and how do you see His faithfulness in the midst of that? Um, but yeah, some specific like situational, circumstantial things. I mean, for us, um, just the fact that the, that I was like I said, been able to to go full time with the church to um, see the Lord really grow um, people in our church, just their their love for the Lord, their understanding of the Bible, um, people who. There's a couple families I'm thinking of in particular who have been in church for decades who have just just started coming to our church and they their love for the Lord and their it's uh, similar to like their their new believers I mean just excited about what the Lord's doing in their life and His Word and um, I think seeing you know just the, even the relationships our friendships um, the the you know people around us like the Lord not just have Fun people to hang out with, people who are you know like us, and but people who genuinely are encouraging, who are life giving, who want to see us uh, love the Lord more and just care about us. So seeing God's faithfulness in, in many of those ways. Yeah, man, that's that's like a I think that that's one of the things that was a game changer for us, and part of the reason why having friends it, it is helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but seriously, having friends because it's so easy to view church planting. As like this project that mm-hmm. you don't want to fail at, but when you have when it goes from that and and not saying that that's how anyone should view it, right. but there's a fleshly side of you that yeah. is is prone to view it that way. Mm-hmm. When other people step up and they start to really care for you, yeah, and you start to see growth in them, mm-hmm. and you start to see people take on like, dude, there. I mean, there are couples in our church who have just taken other people under their wing and they're discipling them mm-hmm. and I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. And it's like, this is incredible to watch. Yeah. I've been so encouraged to watch some of the men, some of the women disciple, care for some of the other men and women in the church. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, like this is real. Yeah. This isn't just some mm-hmm. peripheral, this ethereal thing mm-hmm. that, or mm-hmm. this isn't just some project because a lot of church planting has turned into this yes. entrepreneurial yeah. adventure that you've got to go right. and and like you've got to build this thing mm-hmm. and there's so much pressure. But when you see the church of, of God mm-hmm. being the church, yeah. it is yeah. such an encouraging thing. And when those people not just become church members, but they're, they're your friends. Yes. They're people yeah. that you want to hang out with. They're people that you're excited to see. Yeah. My goodness, man, what, what a gift and a testament of the yeah. Lord's kindness. Yeah, and even knowing like those that won't always, there won't always be. I mean, you guys have gone through seasons of, of hard things as well, and, mm-hmm. and people like some people who have differing opinions and, and working through difficult issues. Yeah. But it's also it is encouraging. Not uh, it shouldn't be a, a pride building thing. When you hear so many people tell you that you can't, that that's not a good way to build a church. You can't, you can't just preach and have good relationships and be intentional to disciple that doesn't you can't grow a church that way you can't plant a church this day and age yeah. that way you've been told that i have, well it's just like i mean you have too yeah. whether it's directly or indirectly yeah, yeah, yeah um it's this idea that you that won't work mm-hmm. and so not that it's like pat on my back i'm pretty good stuff because i made it work and apparently yeah. you couldn't it's like no actually this is just the way the lord's been doing it for two thousand years yeah. and we're just trying to follow it so it's not a new idea it's it's nothing like that but it, you just see the lord being faithful to work in what how he has designed his church to work 
Yeah. It's just, it's affirming. It's encouraging. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. Okay. Next question. That's me pulling the computer across the desk. Okay. Rick. Rob. We're in the Christmas season. Is there someone else here? Um, Nope. Okay. Okay. Rick. Yeah. (laughs) Rob. (laughs) We're in the Christmas season. And we are right now. Here's a jolly season. Do you think that this is like Jesus was actually born in December? No, I I think think most scholars say that it wasn't in December. They say it was Mm. sometime in spring, like the March time frame. But at the end of the day. So we're not in the Christmas season. Well, Mm. Mm. depends how you define Christmas. Well, by the Bible, not by the culture. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see the word Christmas in the Bible. (laughs) We're in the cultural Christmas season. That's right. That's right. So I like it. Do you have mm-hmm. any Christmas traditions? And, and do you have any New Year's traditions? Christmas traditions are, we're, we're not, I haven't been great with developing new traditions with, okay. with our family, which is a tradition in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, like we do Advent with the kids. So it's day, do you go through? day three of Advent. We have Candace made these, it's from the storybook Bible with the kids. And a kid's storybook Bible. And so we have like an ornament for each day. And then like it tells us what passages of the, that Bible to read. Yep. So got that, which is great. There's the tradition of going out and cutting in the Christmas tree and bringing it home. You and, do that? Yeah. Oh, man, that's tremendous. I love that. We do not do that. You could. It's still well, Christmas time. Doggone it. You're right. We could. We already have a tree up. Where'd you get it? Um, Lowe's, Ikea, Walmart, okay. somewhere like that. Is it real? No. No, no. Oh. That's not a Christmas tree up. That's a piece We've of plastic. We've got a fake Christmas tree up. But the nice thing about it is that we can get it up November 1st, when Christmas season really starts. You can do that with a real tree if you really wanted to. Do you places sell them that early? Maybe you can definitely buy one that early, yeah. What if I want to cut it down? Probably so, yep. Just, do you actually cut it down? Yeah, I lay it on the ground and cut my tree down. Yeah, you got to lay down and get to them, Rob. Oh, you lay on the ground. I lay on my I right you, shoulder. I said you lay it down and cut it. You lay the tree down. It's like... <laughs> Is that a real tree? Uh, yeah. So wait, wait, you're you're like on, you're on the ground. Wait, the, it's a model for this one. Hit my head on the boom arm. You're on the ground, like hacking at this tree. Uh, no, it's called a bow saw. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're on the ground. <laughs> that's that's a hundred percent correct. Okay, how long does it take? Uh, a minute and a half. Really? A couple you minutes. must be some kind of strong man. I've been working out with my boy Riley. <laughs> And thanks to Kelly's exercises, we're getting ripped. Thanks to Kelly's programs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it really, if you have a good, if you have a sharp saw, you can you can cut through, you know, what five six inch um, tree trunk in no time. And okay. You, you, okay. You take it. You do they take provide it, it, or do you have to bring it? They provide it okay. where where we got ours. Yeah. Okay. Where'd you get yours? Sanders Tree Farm, mm. North uh, Big North Liberty Sanders? Road, Melbourne, Ohio. Okay. Yeah, check it out. On Facebook, I Big think. Sanders Superstore. That's Sandy. Oh, but you know, uh, so we got the tree. That's a tradition. Take it home, decorate it. We we are not the kind of people who have like, um, what's like a scheme to our Christmas tree decorations. Just all the ornaments that we've collected over. Collected. Yes, it is. It's unique. So that's one. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, there's obviously like Sunday, Christmas morning. Read through Luke chapter one as a family. Um, there's Christmas movies, so I'm big on there's two well, I'm Christmas there. movies. I'm there. So hold okay, on, that's okay. one of my top. Well, you asked me, so well, I'm I'm saying hold off. Okay, on that. okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'd say that those are the traditions so far currently. Okay. Yeah. How long do you have to do something to, until it's a tradition? It's a good question. Probably at least twice. Yeah. The third time probably makes it the start of a tradition. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Was that your question? Is it uh, my turn yeah. <laughs> Well, you said you had a, qu- no, a follow-up question. You I, said don't talk, and then you started talking. Oh, okay. So here we go. What are your New Year's traditions? I don't have any. You don't have any? No. You don't hang out with any group of people that... No one worth mentioning. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's cool. 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 No, no, no. I hang out with Riley. <laughs> and Kelly. Um, and Addie and Porter. Addie and Porter. Well, this will be the first year of Porter. That's true. We'll wait a couple of years to see if it's a tradition. Or yeah, a tradition. We'll keep him in the tradition. <laughs> we got three years to find out. Uh, no, so we have done something, uh, my family, Candace and I and our kiddos, along with Rob, Danielle and their kids, and Riley and Kelly. Where, and um, their kids. And their kids. Don't forget them. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we stay the night, New Year's Eve, and we get together and we spend... Um, Get a, a big great, breakfast together. Great time in the evening. Put the kids to bed. We have, actually have time to like talk and to like have good, deep, rich, uninterrupted, interrupted conversations. Then wake up, have a big breakfast, hang out, ring in the new year. That's it. It's a good one. Yeah, it is. I enjoy it. Yes. Okay. Um, do you have a question? Do you want me to answer the question about the movies? Or you, you, you want me to no, not yet. That's, that's later. Dang it. Um, I don't have a question for you. You're done with your topics? Uh, bro, I said it would be like a one volley. Oh, for goodness sakes. How are we supposed to have a long episode with it without more are topics, we, Rick? We are, how long have we been going? We've been going yeah. 34 yeah. minutes, I think is what it says. All right, Rob, let me ask you a question. Ask me a question. Rob. It is your turn. To ask questions. To ask questions. Do you have any New Year's or Christmas traditions? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Did you go up that on the spot? No, I've been preparing that one for some time now. Uh, I should have known. That was good. Um, New Year's. We do. That, but Christmas. Um, so something that we like to do is... Okay, actually, just kidding. I don't, I don't want to ask you that okay, question. Okay. <laughs> no, go ahead. Just, just be quick. We like to <laughs> start celebrating Christmas early. So we started We started playing Christmas music on October 31st. That was... That's not typical. That's Halloween. Yeah, well... The Finley and I were driving around in the car, and I want—I need to get her excited about something because I think she was not in a good mood. And so I, <laughs> typical. And so I played. I was like, "Oh, hey, Finn, do you know what this is?" And so I played a Christmas song, and her face lit up. She got excited, so we just listened to a bunch of Christmas music on October thirty-first. But then the next day, November first, we're like, "Okay, we're just we're starting. Here, Here we, we go. go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so you didn't play any like. Reformation <clears throat> songs or no, no Reformation Day, uh-uh. nothing like no, that. Got her uh, excited. No, okay. not that I can recall, at least. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so, so we start celebrating early. We enjoy that. Okay, and we. How do you guys feel about Thanksgiving? Are you Thanksgiving people? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah we like love incorporate it. it together. It's, it's yeah. Together. Have I shared? So I, I, I don't know if I've said on here or not. We view November as the first half of the Christmas season. And then you have halftime. Like, hey, get rejuvenated, get a good meal in you, get, have some turkey, okay. have some mashed potatoes okay. and gravy. Okay. If you need to do some shopping, get some deals, get that done, mm-hmm. and then enjoy the second half. So you guys don't understand Thanksgiving? No, no, no. Like, 
it's it's fully incorporated. Good meal. Very grateful for everything the Lord's provided, including the first half of Christmas season. And we're going to be grateful for the second half. And we just take that time to reflect and to be grateful with a good meal. And then we head into the second half. I think there's a lot of people who would disagree with you on that. Um, you're probably right. I'm not right. saying that that matters. I I'm shared just, that from the pulpit. I'm saying that... And not everybody agreed with me. You're probably wrong on it, actually. <laughs> you know what, Rick? I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not gonna, I don't think so. Um, do you have a specific Christmas gift that you're wanting to get that you don't know about yet? No. Your watch is it. Uh, yeah, and, and that was like a... I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Danielle was excited that I'd be willing to do that. And so... What was it that it made her excited that you're willing to get a watch? Because she really believes that I would like it. Okay. And I have said for the longest time, I don't think I will. So let me ask you this question. This might be a little bit, this might be a sensitive subject. This might be a little bit too deep. Here we go. What are, th- is there a thing or a, an instance, a scenario? A scenario. If you will. Um, where she's like convinced you would like it then you don't like it. And she's convinced that you still would like it if you would have thought about it better, tried it a little bit different, or yeah, just I can, reassessed. Yeah, I, I can almost promise you mm-hmm. there's been an instance like that. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. All right, thanks. But so far, I like the Apple Watch. All right, good. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I don't like about the Apple Watch is that it, it's the same. You know what I mean? Like, like you're the watch you're wearing right now. Mm-hmm. You should wear it more often. It's a nice watch. Are you but, jealous of this watch? Because you have one almost exactly like it. Not exactly. It is a Timex, mm-hmm. similar to that. Um, very similar style, whatever style yes. that is. I don't know if it's Weekender or something like that. Excuse me. I don't know what the style is. But um, it's a dark face, Yeah. which I think looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been wanting to get a light face one like that. And I think that looks real sharp. Um, but the thing about the Apple Watch is that it's always the Apple Watch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it doesn't have a different yeah. style, and you can change the faces on it and whatnot. But that's still not not the it's same. Not really matter. Yeah. So that that part, I'll be a little saddened about. And I just like analog. Yeah. Like not non electronic things. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the idea of having a watch that's just yeah. a good old. I mean, I know there's a battery in it, so it's like a little bit electronic. Mm-hmm. Some people might try to correct me there, but for the most part, analog I really like. Okay, here's a question. I'm going to ask this question. You answer it. You're not going to ask That's it. usually how they work. You're not going to ask it back. Oh. And then you're going to ask your question. Oh, we'll see. If you could start any kind of company and it would pay your bills. Why would I not ask this question back? Yeah, answer my question. You can Because I don't know the answer. You think I have an answer off the top of my head? Yeah, I don't know. And <laughs> you can it would pay your bills. Right, so it's making enough money to it's like fully support everything you need to do for your family. Um. Yeah, what would it be? So the first thing that comes to mind is just a, a podcasting company. Okay. Not because I think that's the thing I would enjoy the most, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but because I've, we've got the equipment, clearly, and I know... <laughs> and the talent, obviously. Well, that's to be debated, <laughs> but I know... I was talking about you, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you want to debate it, I guess it's on the table. <laughs> to be debated. And I know how much some of these podcasts out there make. They, some of them make like over a hundred grand per episode. No way. Oh yeah. Like Joe Rogan, maybe. Well, that's it. Like some some of the ones <laughs> that are it, like the that. most famous one in the world. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, like, yeah. If you're telling me I could create something to where I could sit behind the mic and just ask somebody questions, mm-hmm. 
and make a hundred grand. Let's let's take the hundred grand out. Okay, let's just say let's say you need a hundred thousand to live well. Whatever, that's a lot of money. But we, we I mean, that's where you live. <laughs> have you checked inflation lately? I was okay. going to say. Um, that's like each far in New York City. Yeah, but uh, you live in Westerville, yeah. so um, there's probably a lot of people in Westerville who make a lot more than that. But that would be enough for now. Be enough for family for. What about? So so that's it. That's taken care of. You're not worried about like making a ton more because let's see, it's not gonna. You can make five million, but you're only gonna get a hundred thousand. All right. So it's not this incentive. Okay. You're taking the incentive, the monetary incentive out of it. Just something you'd flat out enjoy. Yeah, enjoy or just you really would love to see happen or whatever. Yeah. But same answer though, pretty much, right? Well, I'm basing it off of something that I would enjoy. Yeah. So if you're telling me that regardless of enjoyment, regardless of like it's going to be the same that you're going to make. Yep, absolutely. Then I feel obligated to say like some philanthropic thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I just feel like a bad person. Well, that's between you and the Lord if you feel like a bad person. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, you're saying like, hey, it doesn't matter how much you enjoy it. It doesn't matter no, I'm how saying, much you can make from it. It's it's just, what would you create if you knew that this was what you were going to make? Yeah, no, yes and no. I mean, it could, the however you want to answer the question, the question just is, there's not a monetary driver behind it. Yeah. So, you so it's got to be something you enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy podcasting. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of something else that, because I only have a couple hobbies right now. Do you want to get some new hobbies? No, not really. Okay, that's, not, that's not, good. Not at the moment. What's your other hobby outside podcasting? Uh, I mean, like reading. Okay. I enjoy reading. What, you, what have you been reading for fun? For fun? That's what hobbies are. <laughs> well, well, I'm trying to <laughs> clarify the difference between like reading a theology book. You can do that for fun. True, but it's not what you think of like, yeah. boy, I had a blast reading The Holiness of God. Guys, <laughs> I had, well, you got a problem with The Holiness of God No, that's that's what I'm reading right now. I've, right. Been, I've been reading that very slowly for a long time, but I'm reading that, How to Build a Healthy Church, Providence, <laughs> reading. Rob's just going to start like, listing every book on his bookshelf. No, no, no. Like, I have, I think, four books in my bag right now. Okay. And three of which I am partway through. Yeah. One I have yet not yet started. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I start these books. Yeah, I know. And then I move on to the next one because I'm like, ooh, I, so I really want to read So if you're not reading, you're not reading books for fun. Well, I mean, I enjoy it. You enjoy them, but they're not. For enjoyment. But you have an extra two hours outside of work, right? You don't, you've got your work done. Yeah. As weird as that is for a pastoral job. Yeah. What are you picking up to read? Is that your watch again? Yeah. It's like, I gotta turn the volume off on that's it. That's right. So getting Okay, so... so Theoretically, you hobby you you hobby read, but you're not sure where. Why do you say theoretically? Because you're you saying s- I don't actually read. No, I don't think you read for a hobby. I enjoy reading. I I know you enjoy reading. I I enjoy you write you enjoy preaching too, don't you? Yeah, that's not a hobby. No, it's a job. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you you record for a hobby. What else do you yeah. podcast? Aspire to I aspire. Sports. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy watching yeah, sports. That's a hobby. Yeah, Buckeyes mm-hmm. really blew it this past week. They sure did. Yeah, there's still a small chance they can make the playoff, but I'm not getting my hopes up. I am getting my hopes up, but not very high. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole other thing I have thoughts on too. But um, what are your thoughts on it? We've got time. This is a long episode. They they blew it. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve it. Oh yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. So I, like, I I think what I'm I'm frustrated if Cincinnati gets in. But really, why? Well, because 
the, I'm not a big sports guy, but from my understanding and and looking at their record, like they have they have not lost, which is yeah. that's just, that's saying something. Yeah. But it's like you you wouldn't take like in high school football playoffs. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't take all the schools in the state that have ha- that are undefeated and have them start <clears throat> playing one another. Yeah, agreed. So just because Cincinnati is undefeated doesn't necessarily mean that they're qualified. I think. No, I agree, and that's the problem with the fourteen playoff. So is that is that they these these schools that are not in the Power Five conferences mm-hmm. they have convincing wins, right? Big wins against teams that are also not in Power Five conferences. That's right. And maybe one or two that are, but their schedule is noticeably weaker. But they look mm-hmm. good against these other teams. So people are like, hey, you should give them a chance. You should give them a right. chance. And there's only four teams that make it in. If you're telling me that Ohio State and Cincinnati would play today, I think Ohio State would beat them by at least three scores. Yeah. Like at, at least 17 points, yeah. I think. And so to say that Ohio State doesn't deserve it, yeah, I I agree. They lost two. Um, but to say Cincinnati doesn't deserve it, it's silly. Yeah, like Cincinnati's done the best that they can given their schedule and given mm-hmm. their situation. So yep. I think they're more deserving than Ohio State. But if you're saying get the four best teams in there, right, right. I think most of America would say Ohio State's a better team than Cincinnati. Yeah. And if Alabama loses to Georgia, which I am really hoping they do, mm-hmm. I still think most people would say Alabama's a better team than Georgia. Or mm-hmm. sorry, not than Georgia, than Cincinnati. Yeah. And so if you're really trying to get the four best teams, then just choose the four best teams. But see, yeah. But because there's only four... They're like, well, now we got to look at who's most deserving, not just the four best, when their whole thing has been who's the four best. So I don't think anybody would say that Cincinnati is better than yeah. these teams, at least yeah. anybody who's not biased. Okay. And I'm biased. So aren't we all? Take me out of it. So Rob watches sports as a hobby. Rob records podcasts. Yeah. His podcaster is a hobby. That's fun. That's Enjoy good. it. Yeah. Rob were to start his own company. Rob would start a podcast production company. Yeah, I think it'd your be fun. top three podcasts would be about. Oh, I don't know, and I, I'm not even saying podcast production. I'm just saying a podcast that millions makes, of people listen to, you're making money off of. And yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. the, if I were to ever do another podcast, I don't think I would want it to be, um, <laughs> like diving into biblical topics. And he, and here's why: like, I I care way more about that, mm-hmm. and so I feel a very very much so a weight to get that right which means more Correct. prep goes into it. I love the idea of just putting the mic in front of you and having no expectations of, of necessarily having to get it right, yeah. but just talking. Gotcha. Very yeah. casual, kind, yeah. kind of like this. Yeah. If you could do this once a week and make $100,000. That's what I'm saying. Like, how, how enjoyable How empty that is that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> As but, ser- but seriously, that would be a ton of fun. Yeah. And yeah. You, could, like, you could have a pounds. great time with that. You could... Two thousand pounds worth of fun, if not more. You could bring guests on and really. Jo- but here's the thing: you and I, like, we're not making that kind of money. On I mean, we're close. Doing it, we're missing. I think we're missing a few zeros, I but think we're, we're missing close. like six or seven zeros. <laughs> but it's a good. It's enjoyable. Yeah, and you could have a lot of conversations with people. Mm-hmm. I've found that since planting this church, I am super relational. Yeah, I always knew I was relational, but not to the degree that I am. Mm-hmm. Rob, I, you are blossoming. Can I just tell you, buddy? You are flourishing, pal. You're, you're blooming. But I, I really enjoy meeting up with people, and yeah. I really enjoy talking with them and hearing about what's going on in their lives, mm-hmm. and I love That's that. Good. And so good. to be able to have, like, a conversation mm-hmm. and get paid to have these Convers- conversations, like, dude, that sounds 
That sounds great. You know, this probably is would never work, but if you can get in a job where you can spend some of your time reading, some of your time preparing for talks, and then some of your time just like meeting up and having conversations with people, <laughs> dude, I don't know. That could be a pretty good gig. <laughs> that would be a great gig. You could just My get goodness. paid to be we a pastor. Only, we could only find an opportunity. <laughs> Something. I don't want you to call it. I don't know how that would ever work, but. <laughs> but, uh, and here's the thing that's the best gig. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I would rather pastor than anything else on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like that vocationally, That's encouraging. vocationally, there's nothing I would, I would rather do. Yeah. If you're asking me if I were to start something else, right, right. Then man, the idea of just talking about nothing and getting paid buku yeah, bucks. I think there's a Bible verse about that. <laughs> Maybe I should watch what I say. <laughs> but, but seriously, like, yeah, no. it's like, Hey, no, yeah. Tell me what you do. Like, tell yeah. me, Ta- like, yeah. what do you think about this? Yeah. You yeah. just get to talk. I've had this idea for your for your podcast production company um, <laughs> for a long time. I'm sure people do that out there. I just don't get into podcast, ton of podcasts that much. But I just think there we have such a closing window on like hearing the stories of like really old people, yeah. people who have people who have experienced um, a, a piece of the world that we will can we can't like they're the last touch connection to that. And um, just hearing their stories, all that stuff would be really cool. I actually took your advice on that. Yeah. I met up with my grandpa. Yeah. And we had like a three hour long conversation just about his life. Mm-hmm. And we just walked, went through each seat, like yeah. growing up, high school, when he met my grandma, went off to the war. Yeah. He came back, his jobs, his kids, like there you all go. of it. And he wants to do it again. Good job. Uh, Way to go, man. Like, let's do this. And so I just took the podcast equipment. Yeah. Put, we each had a mic and just said, Grandpa, why don't you tell me about this part of your life? And he just talked. Yeah, that's wonderful. I was like, I, this is cool. Like, I'm really excited to, to uh, listen to this. Uh, but yeah. his... To have it. Other grandkids, great-grandkids listen to it. Great-great-great-great-grandkids. I don't know I if mean, it'll last that long. Hopefully they pass it down. But I, I mean, yeah. I recorded a conversation on my great-grandfather before he died. And it was like a, on a, a phone. And somehow I lost it. I like kept oh, the leader and lost the phone. It was just like, I can't get that back. It's gone. So my dad and I, um, when he was sick, Mm -hmm. we had this app that um, was like a Mm walkie-talkie. And so we had iPhones and we'd go open this app and just walkie-talkie each other. Yeah. And it was, they were voice messages that now it's incorporated into iPhone messaging. You can just hold it down, send a voice message, but it wasn't before. And I have all of those. Yeah. And... I went back into the app, like downloaded them, put it on the computer, saved it as an audio file. And so now I can literally hear like my dad and I conversing, which is really cool. Yeah. And And I'm also like frustrated myself that I didn't like allow the conversations to go longer and and things like that. But yeah. And we'll answer this that you can share about this and we'll move on to your question. But uh, you had talked about this idea, goal that you have to to read the Bible, to record yourself reading the Bible for your kids. Yes, I would love to do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just to put the mic in front of me and start in Genesis, go all now, the way through. Reading, reading in the NIV. ESV. ESV. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna do the message at first, but nope, not gonna do that. Okay. But uh, I mean, I mean, that's a like, good that, idea. That's Eugene Peterson saying, like, uh, that's all he did. Translate, really. transliterating, yeah. or not transliterating? Sorry. Like, um, what was it? A paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Um, the Bible for kids, mm-hmm. which is a gift. Yeah. Um, that, that he shared with us. And, and, and people call it a translation, and it's it's not technically it's, it's paraphrase. It's paraphrase. But how cool would it be for my kids to be able to hear me reading every verse mm-hmm. in the Bible? 
Yeah. Like, hey, I, like Lord willing, uh, my kids will outlive me. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm gone, for them to be able to say, like, I, yeah, like my dad invested in, in us. Mm-hmm. And as they're telling their kids or their grandkids, like, you want to hear, like, dad to read James or right. read, like, how cool would it be for them to be able to have access to that? Yeah. And the Lord's given us the equipment to be able to do that. And I would there just like to Boom. slowly work on that if the Lord gives me time to do it. I like it, Rob. Yeah. All right, Rob, what else you got? Next question. Oh, yeah, let me see. Hold on. What do we got here? We... Oh, yeah. You're an egg eggnog guy. I'm an eggnog guy. Yeah, what's your favorite eggnog? Do you have a brand? Bro, are you, are you, are you um, speaking that into me? Like, are you, is that prophetic? No, I mean, I, 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 the question was whether or not you like eggnog, but then you clearly have eggnog in your cup and you've been sipping on it. Are you not sipping on yours? I finished mine. Wow. So maybe, maybe I'm not the eggnog person. Maybe you are. I am an eggnog guy. <laughs> okay. But well, you clearly like eggnog. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a preferred eggnog I don't, flavor? I brand? never knew there was any different kinds. Of, I thought there was one kind of eggnog. Eggnog. Bro, have you not tried different kinds of eggnog? Bro, like Smith's versus, I don't know, Dean's or versus different it's like manufacturers. It's like saying, have you tried Smith's like whole milk versus Dean's whole milk or cocoa whole milk? It's all whole milk, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So no, you're, man. You're saying the eggnogs are different. Yes. I'm saying some eggnogs taste yeah, better I, than others. I couldn't tell you, man. Really? Yeah, sorry. Okay, well, Smith's is my preferred one. I appreciate that. It was yeah. a Smith's? I believe so. Okay, good. Yeah, it's usually what we get. Um, oh, wait, that's actually, no, that wasn't That wasn't Smith's. That Glad one was really Target's, which is like food, pantry, or marketplace, something like that. Facebook. Yeah. Target's is good. Okay. Yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Target's is good, too, um, but my favorite is Smith's. Which you get at the old Neffs, but it's not Neffs anymore. Bakers. IGA. Bakers. Do you know what IGA stands for? Um, Integrated Growth Association. Nope. Um, Emanuel Grain hey. Association. <laughs> nope. It's all right. No. no. Next question, Rob. What does IGA stand for? International Grocers Association. That's I what think. I said. No, it's not. I always thought it was <laughs> Independent Grocers Association. Ah. And maybe it is. I think it's international because all like independent groceries. Anyway, yeah. next question, Rob. What you got? What are your favorite Christmas movies? Um, do you know the movie Babe? The Stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, Shrek? <laughs> you ever heard about? Um, no, just kidding. Um, Rob. Rob knows I love It's a Wonderful Life uh-huh. and White Christmas. Yep. Both. Like Miracle Thirty Fourth mis- Street. That's in that vein. Uh, I like the old one. Um, and sh- I didn't realize there was a new one. There's one like in the nineties. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's made several variations, but yeah, I like that. I mean, I'm trying to think of other ones. I always enjoy the Grinch, Jim Carrey. Who doesn't? Um, actually, I can tell you who doesn't. Danielle doesn't like that one. Um, yeah. So here's a, here's a, I was actually having this conversation with someone today. Um. They had told me, because I'm always an advocate for It's a Wonderful Life, and they said, hey, let's talk to friend Kayla. She said, hey, my husband and I finally watched It's a Wonderful Life. He fell asleep, <laughs> but, I lo- but I loved it. Not surprising. Um, Rob, uh, when, you guys, when you guys got married, I think maybe a little bit after you and Danielle got married, I yep. uh, gave you guys both a copy of these movies, mm-hmm. a legal copy. It wasn't pirated. <laughs> um Here's what I love. If you haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life, 
what I will say without spoiling it. I mean, you've had 60 some years to watch it or almost 80 no, years. Um, and it's been out. So, oh, okay. Um, the movie has a great story of, of redemption and purpose. Yeah. And people don't like it because it's, you know, there's a part that's hokey or it's, you know, it, originally it was black and white. What's they, the hokey part? Well, they just think it's, you know, it's movie, it's made in the 40s and the, the act, some people complain about the acting. Some people think that like, you know, this guy, the storyline of it, like he dies, but he, he gets to see what life is like after, he, with him not being there. Yeah. Um, things like that. I or, will say, or it's so long and, and like it feels like it just drags on and on. I will say it feels particularly long because the scenes are longer. Yeah. That yep. It doesn't cut as much. Whereas now movies just move quicker because the scenes cut right. quicker because our attention spans are shorter. This, and is, they realize this isn't John like this. Wick yeah, this is, 58 or whatever. You just got to appreciate it for what it is. Yes. Same thing with the first set of Star Wars movies, Riley. Yes, Riley. You have Watch them. You know, I heard something really interesting the other day. It was on... I don't know if it was a book or something. They're talking about like just how we evaluate history. Yeah. And we take a snapshot of what happened a hundred years ago or 50 years ago or 500 years ago. And we begin to look at it through the lens of today. Yeah. And that's, and then we judge it from that. Yep. Instead, instead of giving some nuance and some context, like what was going on at that time. Mm -hmm. Right. Can we, you know, can we celebrate what was good given the situation that was going on, those kinds yeah. of things. So with It's a Wonderful Life, there, especially at the very end of the movie, you, you see a guy who gets to, like he sees his whole life with a fresh perspective. And in one sense, he hasn't done anything exciting at all with his life. Yeah. Right? Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing to write a book about. Or do a podcast about, or have on a podcast, or right? make a movie about, or make a movie about, right? But in the other sense, you see a guy who has just given his life to his family and to his community, and and then he gets fresh perspective of what those people mean to him. Yeah. And there's a scene I just I always get choked up when I like watch it because he gets to like he goes and he gets to see his kids and embrace his kids again, and and um. He just does a wonderful job, like portraying the the magnitude of losing your kids and then getting them back. Because mm. that's what's what's happened. He's yeah, he's yeah. lost he's lost his kids. Yeah, and then he gets them back, and it's just it's, he does a great job. So Jimmy Stewart, way to go! Way to go, Jim. That's Jim it. Bell. There you go. Okay, so those two movies. Yeah. Do you have another one? I mean, like I said, I mean, you said the Grinch, Grinch Elf, yeah. Home Alone. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, Home Alone's, they're not, it's not traditional, right? Anything like that. Um, yeah. Do you like the second or third Home Alone? I think I've seen the third one once. I don't know if the, I ever have. The first two, yeah, I've seen them. They got mm -hmm. that Calvin, someone named Calvin, John. John uh, Calvin's in there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jean. Uh, yeah, so. Okay, nice. You? Yeah, so my, my favorite Christmas movie used to be Home Alone. It's not anymore. That's good. Because a couple of years ago, I started to really appreciate a, Muppet, a uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Dude, Muppets, I am never disappointed by a Muppets I, movie. I, I'm telling you. I haven't seen like the last, the latest two that came within the last couple of years, but. They just came with a Halloween years. one that we watched, oh, and that know. was great. Yeah. I'm, I am really enjoying Muppet, Muppet movies. <laughs> it really is. They're, they're good. Way to go, and, Muppets. And I think it's because, like, I grew up with that. Mm-hmm. 
and so I appreciate it. And do you now, have a favorite Muppets movie? Christmas Carol. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but I, I probably couldn't list four of them. You know what I mean? Like I know okay. the okay. Halloween one. I know that one, and I know there's like a um, one where they're like making a movie or they're making a play or something like that. That's I don't the, know. the first one. Okay. See, there you go. Yeah. See, that's how much I know. I don't actually know a lot about it, but I, okay. I remember growing up seeing these characters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so now that Finley is getting to the point where she starts to recognize this stuff. Mm -hmm. Lennon's too young to really recognize it. <laughs> Come on, Lennon. <laughs> but she would get with it. But it makes me really like that I can still watch it. Yes. And they're not trying to put a bunch of liberal agenda mm -hmm. stuff into it. So I'm like, <sighs> these liberals. are great. Like, these are great. And so they, they, Christmas they Eve, like that's our movie. Yeah. Is okay. Muppet Christmas Carol. No. Nope. Go, go, ahead. Ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was, was going to say, I was going to move on to the next movie. Mm -hmm. So I was just saying, there was a tradition that we did growing up where we had a video of, uh, we watched this on New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas special. We used to watch That's that every great. year. It was really good. Trans-Siberian Orchestra's tremendous. They're, um, well, it's another question I can ask. Yeah. But the uh, other movie is The Polar Express. Okay. Watched that for the first time last year. The The new one. I mean, it's like 2001 or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The animated? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Is there a newer one? I think there's a newer animated one with Tom Hanks. That's it. Oh, it's like 20 years old? Yeah. Oh, wow. It might be like yeah. 2004 or 2007, but it's like in the first 10 years. Of I remember as a kid, my brother had that a book. I have the book. And it was like inside like a cake, plastic case thing. Yes. It? Yeah? And it's rectangular? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. maroon. I've got it at the house. No way. My mom used to read it to me when I was three. <laughs> and now... We have it to read to Finley, who's three. Record it for her. And I had a little bell with it. Yes. Have no idea where the bell went. That's mm. a huge shame. That's my Christmas wish. There Find you go. that bell. Danielle, we know Danielle, you're not listening, are, but... Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> no, and so I got really excited to watch this movie yes. last year. Yeah. And so Finley and I get hot chocolate, mm. marshmallows, um, like made a gingerbread, like really went all out. And watch this movie, and it ended up being great. Mm. And I'm like, this, like, we have to do this every year. And so we've already watched it once, but Lord willing, mm -hmm. when there's snow later, mm -hmm. it really feels like Christmas. That'll be another one, like, t closer to the day. Yeah. Yeah. That we'll plan on watching. Then Elf is great, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. like the classics. And then. Um, Did you like Rudolph? Did you watch Rudolph? Yeah, we just watched that the other night. Yeah. Yeah, love that. We one one that I do not get into, and I don't like any of his movies, is um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Never seen it, dude. Don't waste your time. Never will see it. It's it's just creepy. Yeah, it's too weird. When I was a kid, I remember thinking like this is scary and weird. Yeah. And I loved horror movies when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember thinking like this is weird. Yeah, and any of his movies, the guy who what's, who, that, what's his guy's name? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, mm. Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't watch it. It's weird. So yeah. don't get into that one. Um, Harry Potter. Don't think those are Christmas. Those are Christmas movies. movies. Would you say Die Hard? It's Christmas. Movies. Yeah, I put it. I put it in the same category as Die Hard, where it's not culturally. Yeah, it's not. Become... It's not meant to be a Christmas movie, but it has like a lot of Christmas stuff in it, and so therefore, it feels like a Christmas movie ish. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. I'm going to circle back to what I started out Great. saying. Is this really the Christmas season? Is. If it's not about Jesus, mm. then by definition, it's not about Christmas. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. Okay, defend it. 
defend it? Yeah, you don't get deny it. Embrace it and defend it. Well, I'll defend the argument in that. But so, so you just defend the principle, but not the practice. I like Christmas movies, cultural Christmas movies. Okay, okay. I'm not going to apologize for that, Rick. <laughs> Dog on it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I know they're not the it's reason just, for the season. It's just interesting how we like culture just does that. Like it co-ops things that we don't even think yeah. about, and it's like these, by definition, are not Christmas. Yeah. By the strict definition of what Christmas is. Yeah. But as a culture. We, the culture has defined Christmas for us, and they are Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. But they're not. But they are. Yeah. So it's a funny thing. Just be aware. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. I guess. Okay. Be aware. Okay. Okay. So, hey, here's my next hey. question. Unless hey. you have one. Nope. Okay. What Ooh. do you and your family do with your kids regarding Santa? Rob, is Santa real? No. Was Santa <laughs> no. ever real? St. Nick was. Was Santa ever real? No. We don't lie to our children Good. about Christmas. <laughs> we take them through. We let them know. But seriously, like, yeah, we don't do we don't do Santa Claus. But I have lots of friends. I'm not, I'm not even asking if you. So we don't. I, I am asking for you that. Yeah. Do you so guys that's say the like, first hey, Santa, Santa's coming? We just said we don't believe it. Okay, so you don't, you don't like do anything? No, we don't. And now okay. listen, I genuinely, genuinely mean this. I'm okay with people who want to do that. I'm not like. Rick, it sounds like you're not. No, like. It sounds he, like. I know people I, who who love the Lord. I'm sure are much more godly than I am. Genuinely love the Lord. You're sure they are. I'm pretty darn confident. <laughs> <laughs> sounds um, like they're living in unrepentant sin with the Santa thing. Besides that, um, no. But he, here's our take, and I'm and I'm very like unapologetic about this at the same time. So, I'm, you ask me my opinion. Here's my opinion for I did me. Ask you. I don't want to tell our kids Christmas is about something it's not about. Yeah. And Christmas is not about Santa. I think there's a lot of cool things about Santa Claus that can be fun and, and all that stuff. So you're going to keep your kids away from that fun? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fun with alcohol, too, but I'm not going to let my kids... Is there? Well, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> there can be. Uh, like So there's lots of things that can be fun. But with with that, I for us, um, yeah, it just it seems unhelpful to tell kids this is what it's about when a there's no there's no such thing as santa claus it doesn't even exist and then two it's not at all like christmas has nothing to do with him so you're saying that people who tell their kids about santa are saying this is what it's about when you say santa claus is real then you are creating in that child an excitement for a false thing Hmm. That's an interesting take. It's a reality. I'm pushing you, but I actually agree with everything you're I saying. Know, I know. <laughs> so like, you, you can't you can't argue that it's just a fact. It's Santa Claus isn't real, right? <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. You said Santa Claus isn't real. Like, oh yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thought you were talking about my unequivocal. <laughs> Santa Claus is not real. Yep. So uh, and people have like, hey, you know, I grew up with Santa Claus. Really loved it. It was yeah, exciting. Yeah. And I get all that. I mean, you know, okay, but um, I think that. It's just not as helpful. You yeah. could it'd be probably more helpful. Uh, is your kid gonna walk away from the church, or are you gonna <laughs> like they're gonna lose? It? No, not at all, not at all. But back to the thing about culture co-opting and, and kind of robbing of things is it does. And so, if you just say to your kids, "Santa Claus isn't real," that's it. We don't do Santa Claus. Okay. Well, that's that's not very hopeful or exciting. It's true, mm-hmm. but it's not hopeful or exciting. But if you do say, hey, this is what is true. Yeah. Right? There is, there is 
there's a, a Messiah that has come for us. Mm-hmm. And God, in his plan of redemption, wants a relationship with you, and, and he He brings us eternal significant gifts. And I know that's not as relatable to a four-year-old, mm-hmm. right? But but that's eternal. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's Rick's hot take on Santa. I agree. I agree with you. I like I like uh, so that arguing against it. But yeah, Finley was like yeah. talking about Santa. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to say real quick before you jump in. Yeah. Like, catch a lot of flack for it. No yeah, doubt. You're gonna, yeah, yeah. If you hold that to that position, you're just going to catch a lot of flack, and your kids yeah, sure. are going to be the ones that all the other parents hate. That's that's the thing. Like I was, I was going to say this before so. we started this section, but if you're listening in the car with any kids and you are on the Santa <laughs> train, then sorry for that. Um, you're going to want to skip sorry, ahead. Sorry here, that we I'm, made, I'm we're honest, go honest with your kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Finley, we were in the car, and she was talking about Santa, and um, if he's in the North Pole, and I'm like, well, no. <laughs> And so she's like asking where he is. I'm like, I'm like, Santa is not real. Mm-hmm. Santa's not real. Um, she's like, he's not here. I'm like, no, because he's in the North Pole. He's like, dead. No, 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 no. He's <laughs> not in the North Pole either. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. She's like, why do they say he's in the North Pole? I was like, well, it's kind of convenient because nobody lives up there. <laughs> he lives on Mars. <laughs> yeah. So they can just say he's up right, there because right. nobody's going to check it. And so she is starting to get as as like santa's not real but you know who is real Mm -hmm. jesus and so you get to talk about that (laughs) so then you said he lives in your heart where no one can check (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) no i did not say that but regardless i i I said like hey jesus is the reason why we celebrate christmas jesus is real Mm -hmm. santa is a fun made-up character Mm -hmm. santa's not real yeah jesus yeah i was like is jesus real yes is santa real no no okay (laughs) We're good. Pro, no, go proselytize. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now here's the thing. She's going to go to preschool and tell oh, all yeah. the kids. And, but I'm like, hey, I'm not going to let what she does in preschool. Right. Like, I'm not going to have what another parent thinks mm-hmm. determine the way that I parent my child. Because, and this isn't a, this isn't a sweeping statement, because same caveat that you made. Mm-hmm. There are faithful brothers and sisters who do the Santa thing, and that's fine. I'm not, I'm not concerned. We, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure that Finley, because Finley gets really stuck on things. Mm-hmm. If she gets to the point where she's seven, eight, nine, and it becomes a, an earth-shattering thing where she finds out that Santa's yeah. not real, we've been telling her this for years, I don't want her to even for a second think, what else isn't real that mom and dad right. haven't right. been upfront with me about? And question, have been promoting. <laughs> qu- question the other person yeah. Yeah. that she has believed that she can't see. Right. You know what I mean? And so for that. You don't want her to lose her salvation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, no, but I, I hear you. So we've yeah. just said that. Hey, yeah. we'll, we'll just, we'll listen to songs that say Santa. We'll watch movies that have Santa yeah. in it. And yeah. if she has questions as she asks them, we will answer honestly. Right. Right. And, and here's the other take. Cause I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but when parents get upset that their kid has been honest and is going to find out that they've been lying to their kid. Like, what? what's happening here? Yeah. You're upset. I'll use the word upset. This is the mytho- mythological character. Well, because you've lied to your kid, and my kid didn't lie to your kid. Yeah. My kid didn't perpetuate the lie that you've been telling them. I am sensing some strong emotion from you. No, I'm just saying. Like, I think we come to the same conclusion I, on this, but I think you're, you're, you feel stronger about it. I think, I think when you step back, you realize the, the manipulation, the culture perpetuates and then expects everyone else to perpetuate yeah so yeah. that's it's that's not, not just helpful. the like like uh, concentric circles here 
the Santa thing is the is like the clearest explanation. But it, all of Christmas, all of culture, like, or you step back, you realize, like, as Christians, we are to be the ones saying, "Hey, that's just not true," or that that's not consistent, or this or that. And I think I'm just saying, and I'm not upset with people who believe in Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. And don't I'm just people who are like are not willing to step up and say, "Yeah, it's just not." Well, it's see, not a thing. As as you're talking, like, well, doggone it, Santa was the was the seeds of this whole LGBT thing where. Like, we can define marriage. Santa was homosexual? No. <laughs> what? We can define marriage. And culture can perpetuate this thing. Mm-hmm. And we can define gender. Yeah. And culture can perpetuate it. And we expect everybody else to perpetuate yeah. it. If yep. if this biological male mm-hmm. says that he is a female, then we need to perpetuate that. Right. We need to make sure, like, forget what the, the his genes say. Yeah. Hear what his body says. Like, mm-hmm. let's perpetuate what what he says. Right. And so it is. It is a little bit of like that magnified. Like, yeah. well, we've done it here. Like, why can't we perpetuate something that's that's clearly false over right. here? And, and I would say, like, we're all guilty of this in different ways. Yeah, certainly. Right? You, so there's the Santa Claus thing. There's people who want to perpetuate that. Rep, rep, to be Republican is to be Christian, yeah. or to be Christian is yep. to be Republican. Yep. Um, the idea that success is always measurable things like that were just like are very cultural but very unhealthy unhelpful and as believers we should be the ones not and i'm not talking to unbelievers because yeah. they're you know they're under the sway of the evil one first john four mm-hmm. says so or five so we know like that's to be expected but for the believers for christians to be the ones saying hey that's not true that's unhelpful that's ungodly that's not wise yeah um, that, that's our responsibility yeah, that's good. And and I also want to clarify when I talk about the LGBT thing, I'm not saying that people don't have um What you're saying is if you believe in Santa Claus, you support the LGBT agenda. Yeah, is that what you said? Not at all. I not, think not, that's what nope, you said. Let's not let's not go there. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but Robert is saying that. I'm just saying Santa's not helpful for Christmas. Yeah. But I was pointing to marriage. Like we we don't get to define yeah. it. Yeah. Correct. But our court, our Supreme Court has defined it now. Yeah. And they've said that you Marriage can be legitimate yeah. between a man and a man and a woman and a woman. Mm-hmm. We say marriage was before the court, is before our nation. And so, therefore, like, we don't get to define it. Yeah. God defines it. And so. True that. That's what I was getting at. I like it. I like it, Rob. Okay. What do you got? That's it. I gotta go here in a few minutes. No, you don't. We Probably. still got plenty of time. <laughs> we, okay. We don't. Uh, <laughs> but, in other news, how many, how many notifications, Rob? I get a notification anytime anything happens. I need Can to you turn, turn it off. I'm, I'm going to try to turn the volume off. Anybody wants to teach me how to use an Apple Watch? There we go. Got uh, it. I bet you know, I know someone who can help you with that. Probably my wife. Mm-hmm. Finley probably knows how to work the watch. <laughs> She'll be better. <laughs> She'll be better than I will here in about two weeks. She'll figure it out. You can get her an Apple Watch. How old is she going to be when you get her a cell phone? When she graduates high school. <laughs> When she's 42. When she's, yeah. <laughs> when she can buy it herself. <laughs> I don't know. Like, everything in me is, like, wanting to say when she's a teenager, not... A, a second before? Yeah, not a second before. And at that point, she gets a dumb phone. But I don't even know if they'll create dumb phones at that point. That's literally in 10 years. Well, Wow, that's a long ways really, away. Yeah. Here shortly. So, um, Rob, what are you looking forward to in 2022? Big, big things coming for you in the, Lord willing in the next year I'm very hopeful mm-hmm. prayerful um, that the Lord would allow me to go full time with the church that is something I'm very yeah. eager for mm-hmm. 
um, something that most of the, the leaders there are saying needs to happen. And so I'm grateful that they you're want, you're want to see that happen. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm just no, I wanting I to make sure they're the ones that are making it happen. Right. Not me saying, hey, guys, I, I want to force this issue. Yeah. So, Lord willing, if they allow that and the mm-hmm. congregation affirms it, then I'll be able to go full-time All right. at some point next year. Hopefully sooner rather than later, that'd be great. Yeah, but that's one thing. That's one thing. Um, just trying to think. Seeing the church continue to, to see fruit, mm-hmm. um, disciples made. I mean, it's been an amazing first year. The Lord's been so kind, and it's gone better than I expected. I'm really grateful for it. Yeah. And eager to see what next year holds. Yeah. Um, eager to... If, again, the Lord allows us to get into a more permanent space, I don't know if that's a lease or if that's purchasing a small building or I, I don't know any. Westville's so expensive with everything. Someone will give you a building. Let's just pray for that. That would be amazing. If you guys want to pray for that, genuinely, that would be amazing. Um, Watching Finley and Lennon continue to grow. Mm-hmm. That's... Finley's in a fun stage. I mean, she's always been difficult, but each stage is is fun, mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. So she's just becoming more and more mature, yeah. and having being able to have real conversations with her, yeah, is great. Yeah. And yesterday she came into the room where I was working because she heard a song playing that we had played, I don't know, like a year ago, and mm-hmm. she remembered it, and she came in, wow. and she's like dancing to it and like trying to lip sync with it because she remembered it and uh, we're like doing hand motions and it's just a lot of fun i'm like wow she remembers this she remembers that her and i would sing the song and she comes running in opens the door because google's playing it out there and she wants to sing along with me and like this is this is cool so and you didn't want daughters yeah no i I just wanted sons praise the lord yeah still love to have a son florida louse so you guys can pray for that too (laughs) You guys get it. If you guys are making a list, yeah. put, put that at the top. Uh, great, that'd be great. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think those are things. Watching kids continue to grow, watching yeah. the church, Lord willing, yeah. continue to to grow in, in people and in maturity. And if the Lord allows me to go full time, that would be really great. So praise the Lord. Yeah, what that. are you looking forward to? That's like sim- same things. I mean, just to healthy babies, healthy kids. Um, I think more time with them, yeah, and that that just takes me spending like being more intentional with the time I have, and um, I don't foresee us having another kid in twenty twenty two. That would be quite That'd be the feat, quite an accomplishment if you want to put it that way. Because by the time this drops, you may have already had Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'd be that would probably not be a healthy thing for my wife. Or our family, but the Lord would provide. Um, he always does. Are you guys nervous about being outnumbered? No. Okay. No. It's going to be tough, but I, I mean, I was earlier, but I think, I'll be honest, what I'm most nervous about is our second born, Levi. I think he's going to struggle. Really? He's super clingy. The last couple months, he's gotten oh, super man. clingy. Yeah. Um, super jealous. Oh, boy. So, but he'll be all right, because he won't remember it, so... It's funny. Lennon, Nothing you remember or don't yeah. remember affects you. So Lennon has been really clingy with me mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, like she she's the cutest kid when I come home. Yeah, I open, she's I like, not the cutest kid other times. Just well, when you come home, <laughs> just when I come home, I open the door and she's, like, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> she's 
not even a year and a half yeah. yet and chubby little baby she like starts like waddling like as quickly as she can to the door to get over she's got her arm <laughs> she get that on video if yeah you, if you have I, yeah seriously i need to that's but. precious so yeah i just say those things um uh yeah just look forward to i think time and um i'll watch lord allows i'll watch wonderful life and i'll feel more Overwhelmed in one sense and encouraged in the other sense about the preciousness and the the um, shortness of life, so I'll value it more, hopefully. But um, not, there's no big things. Hopefully, more podcasts episodes. Maybe not. I'm looking but, at Rob. But, Rob's, like, Rob's like Rob's eh, like. No, I'm glad that made this your is list. it, guys. Actually, glad um, that made your list. So I hope you've enjoyed Simple Theology. We've had yeah. a good run. Hey, what, what was the company that you would create? I talked about a podcast company. I would create a company that destroyed all podcasts. Okay, that's impressive. <laughs> they would take all of them off that's the a air. Bold move. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I think I really have. Rob knows I have like a bazillion ideas, and none of them are like actually t- tangible or um, feasible. Um, yeah, not I when you talk like that. No, not with that attitude, son. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be cool to. To somehow like run a like a like a retreat center, and I don't mean just like like a gen like a little like church campy, you know. Here's the lodge or anything like a a. I don't know what exactly um, Francis Schaefer had in Switzerland, but something where people come, they're there for more than just a weekend, or I mean, they could be, but like it's just like a, a a spiritual retreat center like that would be really neat. You want a commune? Yes, actually, I do. That's Doggone exactly. It, that's it. <laughs> um, there, yeah, pretty much. A um, colony. A colony. Let's colonize. Let's recolonize. Colonize Nebraska. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Settlers of Nebraska. <laughs> from the get check. <laughs> <laughs> no idea, but um, <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. Oh, do you listen to get check? No. What? I thought you did. I was just telling somebody today that you did. You totally you, listened to get you check. You lied. No, you listened. Did to you repent? I do not. I've listened to it like a couple times. I thought you were a consistent listener. No. I, how, but they don't put stuff out often, do they? Like once every month or two. Okay. So I'll need to, to get check up on that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, those things, I think that I, part of me would love to have a business. Um, and I don't even know what this exactly looks like, but going in and like helping people. I mean, it's not an interior designer, decorator, or like a flipping houses. But I love it when you can take a space and you can put whatever your 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 restrictions are with the actual parameters or your budget. And how do you take that space and then make it like a place you really want to be, a place that you want other people to be, mm-hmm. a place that's like rejuvenating. That probably all sounds pretty <laughs> lame. <laughs> pretty what, Rick? <laughs> lame. Um, <laughs> but something like that. Um, yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to run a coffee shop. Not no, to, no, no, stop, sorry, to, 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 to own one and have someone else run it. Yeah, that, that was something that came to my mind. Yeah. But the or podcasting was... To design coffee shops that people yeah. can enjoy, that kind of thing. Oh, I wasn't thinking design. Yeah. I was just thinking own. Yeah. Like, I'm the guy traveling to Brazil to just try the beans. Okay, so that... that I want to travel with a guy who actually has the knowledge about the beans. I really could I'll care figure less out the knowledge. about the beans. Like, I can watch some YouTube videos, read some books. How much do you got to know? Are these like, for I, sale? I can figure it out. Yeah. I 
love the idea of traveling across the world to try coffee. Yeah. Like, Obviously, that yeah. sounds like a posh life. And traveling would be. You can sign me up. <laughs> I'll 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 do that. Um, yeah, those things, Rob. Things like that. Um, this is very different. But I watched a video recently about these this family, and I don't know if it's just their family or how they do this. But every Saturday they have a thing called a Sabbath meal, and obviously in the Jewish tradition, like it, like old like old covenant. Jewish like tradition, their their Sabbath is Saturday. The Sabbath is mm-hmm. Saturday, right? So every Saturday they and they're not Jewish that I know of. They Seventh Day Adventists. Nope, nope. Okay, but every Saturday they just have a huge meal, and they invite their fam- like families going to be there, right? And then some friends or whatever. And it's not like hey, the first Saturday of the month. Or, it's like every single Saturday, year after year, fifty two times a year. And, and I was talking with some friends about this, like, as hard as that would be to be committed to that, like, you're not like, well, I can't this week or Ohio State's playing Michigan at four o'clock or whatever. We can't like, no, every Saturday, all year long, you do this and you just fellowship and you just eat. And it's mm-hmm. a long, it takes a lot of work, takes a lot of money, good food, not like Thanksgiving meal, but you know, it just, yeah. and um, yeah, that just sounds awesome. It like, does sound awesome. And just adding that into like the rhythm of your week. And then I was listening to one guy talk about it. He's talking about his kids. He's like, for like eight years, I felt like I was always going down the hall with the kid to the bathroom. Like, because the kid needed a timeout or needed a talking to or a correction. And just to hear him say like, he was committed to this thing, had little kids. And he's like, yeah, for eight, eight years, I felt like I could just sit and have a conversation. I was like taking a kid down to like, hey, we don't do that because he had several kids. And I was like, man, that guy's not only committed to the to this meal for like the long haul. He's committed to working that into his life and not making an excuse, hey, I can't do it because my kids, hmm. or making an excuse, hey, I can't parent my kids because we're at this event. Yeah. It's like, man, that's it was just encouraging. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's good. That's all that's I got, favorite. Rob. That's cool. You got another question for me? Um, what are your favorite Christmas songs? I don't know. Christmas music. Uh just the traditional. I mean, Old Holy Night's a great Christmas carol that I like. Mm-hmm. I uh, opened up my sermon, not by singing that song, but there's a line in that song that I used. It just talks about the weary world rejoices mm. and just how the world is weary. We are weary. The world feels weary. Yeah. So, yeah. You? Um, yeah. I, I, similar. I think the if I had to choose a favorite song, though, it would be Christmas Canon. Which is like the Trans Siberian Orchestra, mm-hmm. um, and man, I, I love that song. I think mm-hmm. I think it's just a variety of things. But did you have that at your wedding, Can- Canon? Canon and D? No. Okay. No, we did a different song. Okay. But I wish we would have done Canon and D. Mm-hmm. I really like that song. But but yeah. Any other Christmas songs? The classics, like you said. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Anything else? No, I've, I've, right. I've been asking all these questions. I know. I know. I, I, here's the thing. I came like, hey, we're probably going to just have a free conversation. I'm going to ask. I have a couple things I'm going to ask. And I asked Go them. ahead and ask them. I already did. Oh, I'm sure you can come up more. <sighs> Who do you think is more Robert. ready? Oh, okay. Do you have a question? You go first, though. Who do you think is more ready for baby number three between you and Candace? Well, that's not, I don't think, a fair question because she's literally a stay-at-home mother. So she's at home with the kids all the time and then she's caring and going to deliver a child. 
So you're well, saying she's, she's more ready? C-section. Yeah, I mean, in her, like, what ready for her looks like and ready for me are very different things. Yeah, that's obviously, okay. So. Let's say it's a um, given. Who would you say is, like, yeah, more nervous? Hmm. Implying that that person might be a little less ready. Not that they won't do a great job or anything But see, like even that, that like, some I'm people saying. just are more nervous in general, so that doesn't all mean right, they're we can ready. nuance all day here. Well, that's my point. You said it's a given. Are these things a given or not? Okay, I'll, I'll try and rephrase I the think, question. I'll answer your question so you can stop talking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I, I think we're both ready. I think that I'm generally um, uh, just in these things, not in everything, but in these things, just more calm and kind of take everything in stride. We'll deal with it. We'll figure it out, you know, than she is about these things. Yeah. Um, but she's phenomenal. I mean, and I mean that genuinely. I don't mean that like the cliche, we all have to love our wives and praise, the, you know. Yeah. Right. We should love our wives and we should thank the Lord for them. But she genuinely, like we were talking the other day, we've been married for four and a half years. Right. And she's been pregnant for over half that time. That's or crazy. around half that time. If you if you count pregnancy and then like the three months after or whatever. Like we've had, we've just been in very busy with that. And in that time, we have left a church, plant, started planting a church, left a denomination, Moved in with her parents, moved out with her out of her parents' house. Um, just a, like there's a, a lot's happened, pandemic. So there's just her her capacity to support me and and take care of the children. Like it's it's really impressive. Yeah. Um, but she's not someone, and you know her very well. She's not someone who is like a type A. Got everything together. Here's my lists. Here's this. You know, like um, runs, quote unquote, like her life, like it's all together. But she takes. She does take each day at a time. She's present with the kids. She loves them very, very much, and yeah, she loves me. So she's a wonderful woman. It's a wonderful life. It is. It really is. Nice. Okay, so you mentioned denomination. Yeah, so yeah. Are you guys almost SBC? Are you SBC now? I think are the you... question should be: Are you guys about done with the SBC? We are not. <laughs> we are Great That's Commission Baptists <laughs> for the foreseeable future. You're no longer Southern Baptists, huh? <laughs> That's another way of saying Southern Baptists. I mean, you could say that, but. That's what we really are, but we just have this new sign out front. Exactly. It's like they talk about how in nursing homes change their names often because mm -hmm. they get so many lawsuits. They had to like re. So that's what you guys are doing. So you're still really truly the what 1800s version of the SBC. Yeah. You just keep rebranding. Well, we're trying to get back to our roots, really. <laughs> that it's about the Great Commission. <laughs> About racism. Yeah, I get it. Okay. But that was the other side of that coin. <laughs> that that was <laughs> they wanted to send slaveholders <laughs> to be missionaries. And uh yeah, we're not for that anymore. Not a good idea. But we're still yeah. all about the great Yeah, commission. we're not we haven't progressed anywhere in the as far as our church. I mean, I'm not this isn't a conversation we're having as a church. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously a public podcast, but yeah, we um the Lord's been faithful and he's been good. And uh we'll leave it at that. Proclamation church. Proclamation, Southern Baptist Church. <laughs> nope. <laughs> See, the thing is, Rob, we're not in the South, for starters. I know. That's why they just well, need to change it to Great Christian Baptist. We are Baptistic Church, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, 
What else you got, Rob? I don't know. I'm trying to think okay. of things on the fly here. Okay, what do you okay. Got? Here, here's a question for you. Oh, I got something. But you go first because... Go ahead. I got it. All right. What you got? So if you had to spend two days... No, that's too much. If you had to spend 12 hours stuck in an elevator... Oh, my goodness. With any... Um, I don't know this. Any like relatively famous person, so not just like Hollywood famous, but like could be like within our Christian famous, yeah, yeah. which is not that famous, but you know, famous to us, mm-hmm. person that you don't know personally. Okay. So right, so they're famous, but you don't know them personally. Yeah. Who would it be? Probably Al Mohler. Okay. Um, maybe Dever Lehman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Al Mohler is like the smartest theologian that I know of. And I, don't get me wrong, yeah. there might be people listening to this that are like, oh, all the stuff was up, but like, I'm just saying, all around, mm-hmm. one of the smartest individuals I've ever met. So you and have met him. Okay, disqualified. I met him, I don't, disqualified. Know, I don't know him personally, disqualified. though. Disqualified. And the dude remembers nearly everything he's read. Like, right. people have talked about how he borderline has a photographic memory. Yeah. So you're telling me I get to sit in an elevator with this guy and just pick his brain, pick that brain? For 12 hours? Yeah. Bro, that wouldn't feel long enough. Like, I would mm. love... It's an inter- what would you ask him? I would ask him all kinds of questions, and they'd turn into more questions, and turn into more... Like, I would, yeah. I would just love to pepper him with questions. So it's not really a conversation, really. You're not... Sure, it's a conversation. What are you going to bring to the table other than questions? Well, I think that's a great thing to bring to the table. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interview, not a, <laughs> not a conversation. <laughs> great conversationalist. Ask good questions. <laughs> so hopefully I'll ask good questions <laughs> and it might not be a great conversation but it'll be a conversation <laughs> it'll be a great interview exactly right. yeah so I, I would be so that's one fascinated to ask him tons of questions okay two others because um, he almost doesn't count because you've met him so yeah um, so I I don't want to just say like my heroes and guys that I really look up to say someone say Ben Roethlisberger since well, he's, he's a guy you look up to he's tall <laughs> Um, it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound mean, and I don't, I don't mean for it to sound mean, mm. but I would, I would be interested to be stuck in the elevator with someone like Stephen Furtick to where I, I could just ask intentional questions. You think you could convince him? I don't, I don't think I can convince him. I think that guy is, has convinced himself of a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. And I don't think I, some small nobody who yeah. is pastoring a small church i don't think i would have any amount of sway with him but i would at least like to know his rationale for some things and yeah. so i think that would yeah. be interesting too okay. um, and then it would also be fun to to just be in the room with like a tom brady or um mm-hmm. trying to think of some like tom brady's not my favorite um, right he's fast, a fascinating athlete though yeah yeah fascinating athlete lebron james he, he is my favorite basketball player not my favorite person person <laughs> don't um, look up to him a whole lot yeah not a huge fan of his social media but but you're a big blm guy so that makes sense that's not true <laughs> that is that's very not true you are a big one you and al moeller big fans <laughs> yeah exactly uh but they'd be fascinating people to have conversations with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah i think those are a few Okay, cool, cool. What about you? Who would it be? No idea. Come on, I just listed three or four or five. Yeah? What do you mean by that? I mean, I've listed several. You can leave me a couple. I can leave you a couple? You can give me a couple. Okay. 
Okay. I don't know. Come on. I mean, there's tons of people. Like, I think um, if you if you're in an elevator for twelve hours with somebody, yeah, it had to be something that like they had to be people that you're willing you're willing to like have intimate conversations with. I don't mean like like inappropriate intimate yeah. conversations, but weighty. Well, and like More who than are they? Level. Yeah, like well, even like Al Mohler. Like I can talk about Al Mohler's take on um, how he interprets the end times in relation to the nation state of Israel. But after like few hours of these kinds of conversations, I'm just gonna be like Al Mohler. Like, what is your biggest pet peeve? Yeah, Al Mohler. Totally... What is like? So, but they have to be willing to go there. That's my point. They have to be willing well, to say, they have like twelve hours with you. I get it, but that doesn't mean they're gonna go there. That's true. But if there's any time that they would, th- yeah. that's your best bet because I mean, it's not somebody you have a history with. And theoretically, it's not someone that is gonna bring this up later. Yeah. What if you were in the elevator with someone and they just confess, like, dude, I killed this person? <laughs> oh, my word. You have to go to the police. Would you? Yeah, you have an obligation. Okay, so I know a story about a guy who... Somebody did this to me, actually. Um, no, he, 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 it in. he was he was at a retreat center yeah. with, um, it was a, a, like, uh, five or six guys, and they were doing this time of, it's like a total life confession thing, like, processing, and he shared, like, me and my brother, like, someone, there's, someone had, like, done something to their younger sibling. Very, very wrong. And him and his older brother killed this person. Never, never told anyone. Years ago. I mean, they, were, they were like late teens. No way. Yeah. And what do you do with that? Because you this is part of the, the parameters was, listen, this is a place where you can confess anything and it stays here. Now you now have a, um, uh, a duty by law in one sense. Yeah. But you think about it. This person's now in their 50s or 40s. This is 30 years ago. There was no trial. There's none of that happened. So you don't, like, maybe this person's lying to you about it. It seemed very odd if they were. But what do you do with that? Are you saying you go to the police? I'm saying I think you would have a, a moral responsibility to. I think, I think the whole premise that was set up is not a wise one. Okay. I'm, I'm not stating that. The person could say, like, I've been raping my daughter. Right. You know and, what I mean? And it's like, well, well and I get we that. just said that you, it's not going to, you know what I mean? Like, right. And so it's that way in any so, counseling situation. Like, listen, yes. if you say something illegal, like you're, you're doing something illegal exactly. or harmful, I get that. But this happened 30 years ago. Allegedly it happened. Allegedly the yeah. guy, or the guy just made it off and he didn't kill anybody. I don't know. Yeah. It's just an interesting thing though. Dude, I would not want to be the person in that situation, but I, uh, the person who, like spark the conversation mm-hmm. like tell us anything yeah like, yeah like that seems like and you, maybe he hears like, that more often than you think yeah maybe i don't know but yeah dude i i, I and maybe somebody has a convincing argument otherwise but mm-hmm. you're telling me that justice was not taken did not take place this guy is guilty of murder well it's not not i mean so this is where it gets a little bit tricky <laughs> because of what the other guy did to his sister like, well okay from the premise that all things are, <laughs> we're saying this on something that's going to be pretty. This, this is our Christmas episode. What are we okay, doing here? Okay, keep, okay. keep going. No, no, no. I'm well, just saying. It's interesting. I'm so just keep going. Say, I'm just saying, though, if all the things did happen, this really guy, whatever happened, yeah. happened to the, his younger sibling, and the guy was actually guilty, and and this other guy took care of him, killed him, right? So it's not done by the by the the government or the. That the Lord has ordained for yeah. for justice, Romans thirteen, Hebrews yeah. thirteen. Um, but it, 
I think you'd have a hard time saying it was an unjust yes. killing. Yes. That's the hard part. Yeah. It's un it's not justice, because it's not by the governing authorities, but it's not that it's unjust. Yeah. That's a I mean, you know. I mean, even, uh, it, it, even it, the Lord says don't take vengeance. Right. I know. And, that, and you're, yeah, you're, you're not saying There's whether he, you, you, you're there. not saying whether he did was right or wrong because yeah. I would say well yeah if someone's asking me hey if someone did this can I go kill him no you can't do that yeah right but the question is do you go tell the police mm, I don't know but back to the elevator thing if Al Mohler had said <laughs> just kidding um, so I would say it'd be interesting to sit down um, I think it'd be really interesting to, to sit down with someone or an elevator with someone who's like, like really, really, really old, like someone who lived and fought in World War II. Um, you know, people who have just, again, are connected to a, a completely different era. Yeah. Someone like that. Um, it would be interesting, be interesting to sit down with uh, someone who like, I was going to say his name, but he's dead now. Um, Chuck Colson. He's dead. Mm. But he was part of Watergate, then had a prison ministry, something like yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Moeller, something like that. I don't know. Those are some, those are some thoughts there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. I got nothing really. That's kind of a What was the best childhood Christmas gift you got? Hmm. Really best childhood Christmas gift that you ever received. in the bottom of the barrel. I do need to leave here in a few minutes, by the way. Okay. Um, I would say... I remember getting a um, a, lot, a lot of Christmas memories, Christmas gifts. But one year I got a, and I don't know if this is the best, but this is sticking out a lot, yeah. a um, Hot Wheels track nice. that had like three layers to it, like three levels, and it had like these things that go around, and that was really cool. liked that a lot. Um, as far, I was a little kid then, a little child. Yeah, that's that was like a significant one. I mean, there are a lot of gifts significant gifts but yeah. I'm trying to think of my earliest Christmas memories and that's one that comes to mind yeah I just remember as a kid you know you're laying in bed so so excited for Christmas yeah we'd always wake our, our parents up so early we what was the earliest ever I think like four yeah I think we did like a 3.30 or 4 yeah. one time and I, there was one time my parents were like no go back to bed like we're yeah. not like they hadn't even been to bed yet <laughs> you know <laughs> like no we're not, we're not doing that um yeah I'm trying to, to think, didn't we, did we spend a Christmas somewhere? Uh, we spent New Year's. Oh, so I don't think we did. Overseas. And Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wait, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving a different trip. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, we spent Thanksgiving. We were at Thanksgiving mm -hmm. in New Zealand, mm -hmm. eating at a KFC, looking over this beautiful, like, super clear yeah. lake. With yeah. one of the most amazing sunsets. Yes. Yeah. I remember taking pictures of that. It was a picture somewhere. That's great. That was that was fun. Yeah. Um, there you go. And you, Christmas. Uh, we'll finish this question. Chris, Chris, Christmas, Christmas gifts. Your like favorite, other than the watch. You're a big fan of the watch. <laughs> yeah. It's a highlight for the year. We know. Yeah. 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 Um. So getting a Game Boy. Oh yeah, was exciting! I never got one of those, but that yeah, one. that was exciting. It's amazing how big those things like they yeah. were actually literally quite big, but 
like that was the thing. I know. And what a like a what a precursor to like cell phones and smartphones yeah. and all that stuff. We were but, having a purple Game Boy color. Yeah. Uh, they got a yellow Pikachu Game were Boy color. Were you a Pokemon well. guy? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So that was a ton of fun. Are you still a Pokemon guy? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even play Pokemon Go when it came out and every, the whole world was swamped by it. Mm. I just was like, mm. Did you want to? No. Yeah. So I, I have this weird thing where if everybody's doing it, yeah. I don't want to do it. I can't relate, but yeah. Like if there's a, <laughs> this doesn't happen often. Okay. So I'm not trying to sound like it does, but we're, if I say a phrase mm-hmm. and it catches on mm. and. You're a trendsetter. Okay. No, no, no. I'm okay. not. I'm cool. not. But it went like the one or two times yep. this actually happened. Yeah. You stopped I've, using I've it? I wanted to stop using the what phrase. What was the phrase? I, I can't remember. Come on. I'm telling you, you I, I really can't. Yeah, you I, I, I can't. I do not remember. I'm telling you. I'm being honest with you. I do not remember. Golly G. Willikers? <laughs> yeah, that was that. <laughs> but because it felt like... Did you do the old oh snap when you were in that phase where you were like an oh snap guy? I don't oh, think so. Oh snap. Yeah. Okay. If I was, couldn't have been more than a couple times that I said it. Okay. okay. Because it, it was like YOLO? the biggest thing were you to a say. YOLO guy? No, heavens no. That, I thought that was the dumbest thing. Okay. How, how does How does it become really popular that you only live once like is that a revelation to people like why did that become such a big thing but anyways if everybody's saying it then i feel like if i say it too then i look like a follower and i don't want to look like a follower of christmas the masses yeah you know what i mean like i want to look like a follower of december little jesus juke there but but yeah i i just um you talk we're talking about pokemon pokemon go Mm -hmm. when that came out Mm -hmm. and the whole world was swamped yeah i was like uh uh-uh yeah. I don't want to look like a follower. It. Danielle loved it. We'd go on walks and she'd have it out. And gotcha. I like to make fun of her for it. But um, yeah, but I did love Pokemon. Pokemon is great. Do you think bullying your wife is a good idea? Um, I do not bully my wife. Let's just make I mean, that I very clear. I mean, I think you just said you did. <laughs> I want to talk about this for a second, Rob. You, yeah. The way you treat Danielle mm-hmm. and how you belittle her uh-huh. about Pokemon. Verbally abuse her about her, her hobbies. Well, I just, that and being Southern Baptist, I mean... <laughs> Is there a correlation? Is that hand in hand? I mean, yeah. is that what you have to do to... I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> is that how you keep funding? <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, I appreciate those those gifts that you said. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, Rick, I know you got to go. I'm sorry, Rob. I First go. off, how was the cookie? You only ate like half well, of it. I, I felt bad because I keep eating it and I'm like crunching it in front I of the mic. I didn't feel bad. I, so. I ate like well, I heard 70% it, so yeah, of it. You should have. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. I'm definitely taking it with me. I can take that much. I hope you do. You've also so. got some extras to take with you. Um, oh boy. You can take a seltzer for the road if your heart desires. It desires. Mm. <laughs> I knew it would. I knew it would. Okay. Um, Rob, we'll be back, Lord willing, Lord uh, willing. January. Mm. Don't know what we're going to be doing. Like We're not going through a, a series at we don't want to plan it out, but um, I think our listeners should take the, the simple theology sabbatical that we're going to be on for December, mm-hmm. most of December, and instead of listening to episodes on Wednesday, which I know they all listen to them the day they come out. Of course, naturally. Um, they should spend those Wednesdays sending topic ideas for us to cover. Guys, Cause I could say this is a good idea. Genuinely, I miss hearing from listeners about topics they want us to cover. I feel like the well dried up. We went through, um, we went through First Peter, Second Peter, and it's just like the suggestions, yeah, dried up like on that. us. Um, yeah, we need, we need to do that. We didn't go through First Peter, Second Peter, did we? You did that for your sermon series. We Philippians. went through Philippians, Philippians, yeah. and and Joel. Yeah, guys, do that because that would be great. Yeah. And 
see what we need to do is we, we need to be better with this kind of stuff and when i say we, <laughs> well, we i mean need to be, we need to be better i mean somebody out there not us <laughs> because the shows that get a lot of suggestions like that are the ones that have a really good online presence because they just do an instagram story saying hey send questions yeah. to them and they just get 20 30 questions some of them much more than that yeah but yeah yeah yeah. That's just not us. Like I just took a picture of us recording. Or a picture Did you get a picture of you? Of you? I'm mean, gonna take a picture of you. You can take a picture. Um, um, post it on the Instas. Oh man, Rob, you're good. I don't know if you got it yet or not. Go ahead, smile. This is great radio. Did you, Did you get it? Or are we just gonna be silent here? Sorry, what were you saying, Rob? <laughs> I was capturing a moment. There's a moment of great silence in this episode, which mm-hmm. just happened, and it's the yeah. picture of Rob yeah. being quiet while yeah. I take his picture. Thanks. Now they'll know when they hear that mm. and see it, mm. they'll not. They will be hearing and seeing exactly what happened. Unbelievable. They'll be yeah. hearing nothing. If only people could see images and hear sound as they take place. It'll never happen. <laughs> Wide-eyed dreamers, that's what we are. <laughs> We're built for a different age. <laughs> We're just built different. <laughs> Uh, I think I saw a YouTube like spoof of someone's like, yeah, I that saying, I just built different, you know? But you remember like when guys were like younger? And they're just like, yeah, I just built different, you know? And you're, <laughs> I'll tell you how you're built. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay, sweet. Hope you guys enjoyed this longer episode. And Lord willing, we will see you in 2022. Hope you have a Merry Christmas and yeah. a very happy New Year. Peace, Peace out. out.